Hey guys, welcome back to Off Topic with Caitlin and Linnea. And today we are talking about being faithful through the waiting seasons. This is something that both Caitlin and I wanted to talk about, and we just wanted to hit on what it looks like to be faithful to God while we're waiting and we're going through seasons of, you know, more quiet times or different times in our life where we don't really know what we're, what we're doing um, and just what it looks like to be confident in what God has for us in the future. All right, guys, let's, let's get, get Off Topic. Alright guys, as I said in the intro, we're going to be talking about faithfulness through the waiting seasons. Um, This is something that I have been just thinking about a lot lately. Um, I've been talking to my sister about it a lot and Caitlin and I have kind of just felt like it would be a really good topic to talk about. Um, One of the things I wanted to start with is talking about why waiting can sometimes be hard. Um, We definitely can't see the future and that's really hard to like deal with sometimes because we want to trust in the Lord and sometimes when we can't see what he's doing it's hard to trust that he has a plan for us um and so I just wanted to hit on what it looks like to be faithful through that and so some of the things I've done in my own relationship with the Lord when there's been times of waiting or times of kind of like I could even say rest when you're just resting the Lord and you're just trying to not focus on a bajillion things at once, what that looks like. So for me, something I've been learning when it comes to waiting is being able to spend more time in the Word, but also in prayer, because I've realized, like, lately I've been trying to be a lot more, um, like, dedicated to my prayer life, and I have felt a lot more peace when it comes to the things that I am unsure of. Um, There's just been some, like, new things in my life that I've been just constantly praying about for new opportunities or how certain things are going to go for my summer and where God wants to lead me, and that's... um, Something that I've really like benefited from is just being able to spend dedicated time to the Lord in prayer, but also in Bible reading. And I'm definitely not perfect at it because sometimes I'll just totally forget to like pray during the day or like at the end of the day. I try to pray like before I go to bed, but sometimes I just fall asleep. <laughs> um, but something I've been really liking right now is I've been going through First Kings and I've just been reading Scripture, and it has just been so cool to see like. The goodness of the Lord and like I've been reading about Solomon and the temple that he built for God and like it is so much like beauty and splendor and I think that's so cool how God like blessed him and I feel like with that um, there was a chapter I think it was like chapter three or seven or something like that and it was Solomon's prayer to the Lord in like faithfulness and he said let me look it up I gotta find it but it was just so cool seeing how like God just blessed him with wisdom and peace and all these things because he prayed diligently to the Lord and he was asking for something. And I feel like sometimes as Christians, we forget to like ask for things. Um, it was first Kings three. It was Solomon's prayer for wisdom. Um, Solomon like did this whole prayer and Solomon said, you have shown great and steadfast love to your servant, David, my father, because he walked before you in faithfulness and righteousness and in uprightness of heart towards you. And you have kept him from this great and, and you have kept him, sorry, and you have kept for him this great and steadfast love and have given him a son to sit on his throne this day. Um, And then God replied later and said, because you have asked this and have not asked for yourself, 
long life or riches or the life of your enemies, but you have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right. Behold, I now do according to your word. Behold, I give you a wise and discerning mind. And he continues with that. And that's something that I think is so cool to think about is while we're waiting and we don't know what's going to happen in life, that God is going to be faithful and show us that through our obedience and through our dedication to him he's going to bless us with wisdom and discernment and bless us with people and different things in our life because we were faithful and we trusted in him yeah um something that i've kind of learned about like waiting seasons is i i'm a type of person who feels like they constantly have to be doing something yet i'm dead tired and exhausted all the time and i'm like i just want to lay down but when i do it's like i can't sit there for long like i have to be constantly doing something so i found that when i'm in a waiting season really just like actually taking rest and not constantly be feeling anxious for something to be done so i can move on to the next thing or whatever i mean like sometimes i feel like i'm reading um, a, a book or the Bible or my devotional and I'm like I sat I'm like okay I'm gonna read this far I'm gonna read this much and I'm like trying to hurry up and read so I can get to the end and get mm-hmm. over with it and move on to the next thing and I think that remembering that reading your Bible and spending time with God shouldn't just be like something to do on your checklist and just to check it off mm-hmm. you know it it's it's got to be genuine and I found that when I'm reading my Bible and I'm actually taking it in, I feel less anxious too. Cause sometimes I feel like anxious when I'm reading it. Cause I'm ready for it to be over. <laughs> Not in the sense of like, I don't want to be reading my Bible. It's just like, I feel like I'm constantly trying to move on from one thing to the next mm-hmm. and I don't like to rest. So sitting down and resting and spending time with God can mm-hmm. just be like, I want to get up. I want to do something. I want to do something else. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's very easy to get distracted. Exactly. And, um, so I've just found that during the waiting season is just to to take that time to take the to take the um time that you have and to just rest mm-hmm. because I think God uses those waiting seasons a lot of the time for rest because he's like I need you to be prepared for the next season and the only way that you can do that is if you're taking rest and you're spending time with me and you're spending time with yourself and your family and your loved ones Mm -hmm. and having actual connections and conversations that are genuine where you're not just like going on from one thing to the next Mm -hmm. to just like check it off your your checklist. Yeah, I think that's something that's really important that sometimes as Christians, we feel like we always have to be in the go. We always have to be serving in ministry. We always have to be going to church. We have to do community group and all that type of stuff. But I think sometimes we forget that like rest is also worship. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. being able to take time and devote your like hour in the morning, hour at night, whenever, however much time you have just to rest in the Lord and to rest in scripture. I think that is where we really see um, like there's fruitfulness that comes out of that. And that kind of goes on with one of these questions that I had and I wrote down, it says, um, how can we remain faithful when we don't feel God? And I think that goes really well with what resting is because sometimes when we're resting, like 
it's more of a quiet time. Mm -hmm. It's more of a, I'm taking this time to just be rather than I got to go do this. I got to go do this. I got to go do this. But sometimes that makes us feel like I don't feel God right now. And obviously your relationship with the Lord isn't based off of emotions, but there are different times and points in your relationship with the Lord where you're going to feel more connected to him and you're going to feel more disconnected. And I think Something that I've really noticed is when I feel like kind of stuck in a rut with my relationship and where I'm just like waiting and I'm like, Lord, I just want to hear you. I just want to see you speak. I would say that's kind of been where I've been like probably the last like three months of my life, like kind of the end of the year. I was just kind of like, Lord, why are you not speaking to me? Why are you not moving? Like, why can I not see this? And I was just waiting for a response. Um But one thing that I've really realized within like the last couple weeks is that I was kind of begging God to give me an answer, but I wasn't searching for like an answer in the way that I needed to be as a Christian. I was just kind of demanding that, Lord, I need an answer for this. Why do I feel this way? Please just fix it versus going to him through scripture and going to him like prayerfully and asking him for things with a humble heart rather than like demanding something. And so that's where I've seen a lot more joy in my life as of lately. I've been able to like, like what I was seeing is I've been reading through first Kings just when I open at like the coffee shop, I'm up at like five in the morning. So it gives me, um, like it gives me good time to just sit with the Lord. And that's where I've seen a lot more like peace come out of my life because I've been waiting for answers. I was so anxious about something and some other stuff. And it was just like, why can I not feel peaceful? But I wasn't taking time to like rest in him. And so I was feeling just so overwhelmed by that. But I think that's one thing that has really helped me lately is just being able to take my time and give it to the Lord rather than asking God for more time to like do my own stuff, you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of the time, I mean, it kind of just goes into what I was talking about, how like we're in such like, I got to do something, I got to do something, one after the other. It's like we're constantly asking God for an answer to show us something, mm-hmm. but that's it. We're not yeah. we're not waiting to hear an answer. It's, it's, I've said it before, but it's, we live in a microwave society where we want something fast and we want it now mm-hmm. and that we don't want to wait for it. And I mean, like, if you think about it, like microwave food is probably not as good as like <laughs> grilled or cooked or, you know, or something homemade. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to taste as good. It's going to be fulfilling for it's, like a yeah. little bit, but after a while, it's just not going to taste all that great. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just kind of, it's like that when we, we want a quick answer from God. We're not going to get the fullness of what he's trying to tell us or show mm-hmm. us. And so we may get a part of what he's trying to show us or tell us, but we're not going to get the full picture. And because of that, we can't like actually get the fruit out of that. It's mm-hmm. not going to be as fruitful as it would be. Right. And so I feel like that's why it's, it's part of the purpose and the waiting. I think a lot of the time, because he's trying to show us something in mm-hmm. order for us to start moving forward or mm-hmm. doing something. And he can't, if he gave us a two second tutorial, we wouldn't actually know like what, what we're to do, doing, yeah. what you're doing, and why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that has a lot to do with it too. And so, I mean, he has a purpose in every single thing that he does and people say it all the time but it's so true like there's purpose in the waiting mm-hmm. and 
you just have to look for it and you may not get the full picture at the moment but that has to do with having faith Mm -hmm. and and i think that um i mean we've talked about faith a lot on this podcast but like faith isn't a feeling it's a choice that you make And that you're choosing to believe what you can't see, what you can't feel, what you can't touch, what you can't hear, mm-hmm. what you can't taste. <laughs> Anywho, but <My> word. <laughs> yeah, um, you're just believing what you can't see. And so you can't see what he's already created for you. And mm-hmm. I think that's what's so hard for us. And I kind of talked about it in the, the other episode that we did, but we tend to like constantly be having like this a transaction of like well let me let me see it right in front of you before i give you this to like swap Mm -hmm. it almost and it's like you're like god i'll have faith once i know what you're going to do and it's like (laughs) that it it defeats the whole purpose of it right and and so that's why Mm. i feel as if the waiting is just a lesson teaching us how to have faith mm-hmm. and it's teaching us a bunch of other things. There's, there's always purpose. There's always something in it. You just have to look for it. Right. I think another thing that goes into like being faithful is having confidence in the Lord. That's well, that's one thing that I think is really important when it comes to your relationship with God, when you're yeah. waiting for something is it's, it's faith, obviously, and you need to have faith in that, but also you need to be confident in what you know God has already done. Yeah. That was something I wrote down is you need to have confidence in knowing you will see God move. And I think like kind of as we grow up and you become a young adult, like you kind of you see your relationship with the Lord in a different light. And it's not as much like children's church Bible stories like God was good. He did this and this. But you're kind of finally truly experiencing like God's goodness and like it's a lot more real if that makes sense you're able to understand it a little bit more right like I feel as a kid it's kind of more like surface level stuff because I mean we're kids our comprehension is very yeah we don't know what's going on parents don't explain things to (laughs) us and so like we don't go through the trials now that we did then and we didn't go through the trials that we're going through now then because we couldn't comprehend it and now we're going through something a little bit more difficult because God's God's trying to push us to go further right and I mean that just that goes into saying that you know God is only going to put as much on your plate as you can handle Mm -hmm. and I think that's so true a lot of the time we we feel so defeated and like we can't go on anymore like it's too much and right all this stuff but at the end of the day like God's only going to give you what you can handle and he's giving you the opportunity to trust in him another thing that I have been thinking about when it like when I was writing my notes for this episode is while we're faithful to God in the waiting season, how do we know that the decisions that we're making are going to be good? And I think sometimes when you're waiting for something or you're waiting to hear a word from the Lord or you are waiting for Him to lead you somewhere, you don't know if your decisions that you're making are good or not. And something that like goes in with that is having that confidence in Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I wrote down some verses that talk about what confidence in Christ looks like. Um, In 1 John 5, 14, it says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He He hears us. And I think that's so beautiful because knowing that we can go to God in confidence and we can ask with 
like a heart that knows that he's faithful, he will answer us. But also you need to make sure when you're approaching God, when you're approaching like the creator of the universe, that you're not coming at it with a mindset of, okay, I know God's going to provide something, so he's probably going to give me an answer right away. Honestly, that's just not true. I mean, it might be, but God doesn't, he's not just like a genie in the bottle where you can say, God, I need this. Please give it to me by tomorrow morning. Like, that's just not how it works. And so, God's timeline, not ours. Right. And it says, according to his will, he hears us. And I, I believe that, you know, knowing that God has a plan for us is something that's so beautiful, but it's also sometimes really scary because as a young adult, I know I am very fearful of my future. I don't know what my outcome is going to be. I don't know what my future is going to be. And that can be so scary. And that is a time of waiting that I just might not get an answer to when I want it. But I know that God has a plan for my life and it's in his will. He's going to bless me in that. Um, Another good thing that I found was Lamentations 3.26, and I really like this verse. It said, it, it is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. And this is something that I think is really cool, just being able to trust God's like leadership over your life and knowing that like He gave you a gift, a gift of salvation and knowing that He's going to provide for you is so beautiful. Another thing I wrote down is trusting God's leadership over your life is a very, very powerful thing that we can do. Um, I know a lot of people say that we have a calling, but I think that's the wrong wording sometimes. I was talking to my friend Anna about this, and she said, so many people say, I feel called to this, or I feel called to that. And I feel like that's... I'm calling you. <laughs> I feel like that's more of like a worldly way of saying like, oh, you're going to figure it out. But what I truly believe it is, is God's leading over your life. He's leading you to new opportunities, and he's opening new doors that he's leading you into. And he's going to lead you down the right path if you fully trust in him. And something that like goes along with that is waiting. You're going to have to wait for God to lead you to places. And sometimes it might be like really fast, like, okay, here we go. I'm going to jump right in. And sometimes it's going to take time. Like I know for me, it's like, I feel God's still leading me in a path that includes like ministry in my future. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know where that's going to be. I don't know, like if I'm going to continue in camp ministry for a long time or if I'm going to go to something else. But I know that God has led me to this position for a reason, and so I want to, like, walk faithfully in that. But sometimes it's hard because I feel like we want to change, like, what our future can be or, like, kind of have, like, a time machine sometimes. Like, I wish I could just fast forward and see, like, what my life's going to look like and if, like, I needed to change something that I could. But sometimes I'm like so thankful look, looking back on my life that I didn't change something the way I wanted to because God was so faithful through that. And so, I don't know, I just think being able to have full confidence in Christ, knowing that He is going to provide for you, even when you're waiting, you can't see things. That's such a beautiful thing to rely on. And it's just such a good reminder that I feel like us Christians need to have I don't know, more on like the front of our brain rather than just being like, oh, yeah, I know God's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, just kind of more of like a surface level type of thing. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to like, you know, wanting to constantly know what the future holds and stuff like that, and you kind of said about fast forwarding, I, I think that when it comes to that, 
God doesn't want us to know what's in the future because we tried to figure it out ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we'd also be sitting there constantly, like, anxiously waiting for something to happen that'll lead us there. Or, like, waiting for that specific moment or dreading a specific moment. And so it's like we can't actually take in what we need to now Mm -hmm. and do the things that we need to now because we're so focused on the future and what's going to happen. And it it happens with the past, too. Like, Mm -hmm. we're so focused on what happened that we don't want to repeat it or like we wish that we were still in this certain like bliss of a moment Mm -hmm. or time in our life that we're so focused on that that we can't actually live in the moment and see what God is trying to show us or tell us in that season that we can't get the fruit of it Mm -hmm. and therefore we cannot grow into what God wants us to be and we cannot follow him where he wants us to right because we're off over here it's almost like a little kid trying to follow his parent but like he's following the parent behind him Mm -hmm. and so he's like constantly wandering and the the parents like nope come here (laughs) grabs his arm and pulls him and and I feel like that's kind of what it feels like sometimes is that we're constantly just like wandering off from from following Jesus and that's it's we're human so it's going to happen Mm -hmm. but it's all about getting back on track and like following him Mm -hmm. but also understanding that's not going to be a straight line that we're going to be following him there's going to be times where we get lost and wander off and there's going to be times where we have to go up a really steep hill and go down a really steep (laughs) hill and and it's it's never easy but remembering that there's always a view at the top Mm -hmm. and that there's something that god wants to teach you each step of that journey Mm -hmm. and that there's nothing that's wasted i think that's like a beautiful like kind of analogy is like you're going up a mountain and god's already at the top and he's like I'm going to tell you this is going to be hard and it might not be easy, but you're going to see such a beautiful view. Like, I remember when um, we went to Tequamanon Falls with my family, there's like this huge thing of stairs. It's like 200 stairs that you have to like go down and then you have to climb back up. But going down, it was so easy. I was like, oh, this is great. Like, it is so beautiful. I can see the lower falls. It's like and going the- on a hike. <laughs> right. And then it was like, shoot, I have to walk up these 200 steep steps all the way back up to the top to get back to the upper falls. And it was like so annoying and it was so horrible and I was out of breath, but it was just so cool seeing like I can go down to something super easy and it's beautiful. And God was like, okay, cool. Like here's this thing that is easier to get to and I'm going to lead you to it. But there's also going to be points in your life where you're going to have to climb up these steep stairs. You're going to have to climb up this mountain or you're going to have to, you know, fight against something that somebody is judging you for or something like that. And you can apply that like illustration to anything in your life, but it's so beautiful knowing that like God is going to show you the beauty that he's created through the hard situations. With that said too, Caitlin mentioned this in the last episode, but I wrote it down. It's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, where it says, trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understandings and all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. And I think that in all your ways, like you can't just be like, okay, God, you can I'll leave this. I'll trust you here, but I won't trust you there. Yeah, like, huh? <laughs> like, there's a clear, like, there's a clear path that us Christians can follow and that we can trust in because we know that He will make all of our paths straight. And yes, it's hard. I struggle so much with trusting the Lord sometimes. And sometimes I feel like as a Christian, I'm like, 
not a super good Christian because I don't do this and I don't do that. And but sometimes there's no like handbook necessarily right. on being a good Christian. Right. And so sometimes it's like that comparison of like, man, like I see this girl doing this and she's just so devoted to the Lord. But also one thing that I think is beautiful is I was talking to this, I was talking to my mom about this as she's like, I am not an extravagant Christian. Like I, I'm not, I don't do this very well and I don't do this, but I love the Lord in my whole heart. And I love being able to read my Bible. And like one thing I struggle with is like, I sometimes just can't pray. Like I just struggle with praying. I'm like, what am I supposed to say? But that doesn't make me less than a Christian. And it doesn't like take me off the path of where I'm going. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and just look at the Bible. Like the Bible is one giant example of like, God's going to use you in different ways Mm -hmm. and you're going to go through different trials and you're not going to be a perfect person Mm -hmm. and you're not going to do exactly what your friend's going to do your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever you know like it's not going to be like that and I it's so cliche because we say it all the time like God made us so different and Mm -hmm. he made us perfectly but it's like the Bible is one ginormous example of that and there's so many different stories of how God used somebody whether they were at the top or at the very bottom of the pyramid, mm-hmm. and he used them. He used all of them. Right. And they were all in different walks of life, in different faith, mm-hmm. in their faith story. And so sometimes he has to start at, start them from the bottom, and sometimes he starts them at the very mm-hmm. top and brings them down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's like one ginormous example to look at that we kind of forget about sometimes is the Bible just shows that people are are used differently in his right. plan. And there's like he uses a diverse like people. Like mm-hmm. there's so much diversity in how God has used people throughout the whole Bible. Like it's just so cool thinking about how like you think of Jonah going to Nineveh. Jonah didn't want to be used. And God was like, I'm gonna use you even though you're disobedient. Yeah. And like Sometimes it catches you off guard, like, Lord, why would you use me, like, of all people? Mm. You know, it's like you have your—I'm not living my life as a good Christian. I'm not, like, quote-unquote good Christian. You know, I'm not following this. I'm not going to church every Sunday, or I'm struggling with this specific sin. Why on earth would you choose me? And I think that's such a beautiful representation of God's faithfulness to us because He can see your path already. He can see that— you are going to make it and that through the hard times and through the hills and the ups and downs and all the steep steps that you have to climb, that there's so much beauty and obedience to the Lord and walking in faithfulness. Even if you're like, okay, what the heck? I don't know what I'm doing, but I guess, you know, it's in your plan Mm -hmm. and being faithful through that waiting period to see the outcome is so cool. Yeah. And I mean, like, it just goes to show that everyone worships and is faithful in so many different ways. I mean, Mm -hmm. just look at when he had that alabaster jar broken on him. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not a very standard way of worshiping Jesus and showing, um, giving. She gave him all that she had, Mm -hmm. and that's just, like, one way. And I think we sometimes just think of it more of a, like, spiritual way, but, like— You know, or like just like straight up money. Like we sometimes think like here, I'm going to give him all my money. But like and that's not necessarily what God wants. He just wants you to like show your love for him. And I think it's like it's a devotion because you can devote your life to so many different things. But being able to say, 
I am proud that I follow the Lord and I'm devoting my life to Him. Like what you said about there's different ways to worship too. And so I think sometimes it's hard when we're waiting and we see like our friends, they're like, wow, she's such a spiritual girl. Like she just has it going or I see this man of God and he's so incredible. And I think it's so easy to get caught up in the comparison of like, where you are in your walk with Christ. But it's so beautiful knowing that like through our brokenness and through the hurt and through the pain that we've endured, he can still like use your testimony in so many ways. And I feel like, especially like in camp ministry, I've seen that used so many times. Like last summer, there was just so many moments where I was like, this is fully like the Holy Spirit speaking through me to a specific camper or their testimony just touched my heart in a way that it might have not touched a different counselor's heart and vice versa. Like my testimony being able to impact a camper even though I don't feel like I have any impact you know yeah just because you don't feel like being faithful Mm -hmm. in a sense doesn't mean that you aren't and it doesn't mean that it's not there just because you feel exhausted and burnout almost Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you can't still be faithful right but it also doesn't mean like I think of it this way like Giving your all looks different at every single point, not just in, like, points of your life, points of your day. Mm -hmm. Like, giving your all looks different, but that's all God wants from you. He doesn't want, like— he doesn't think want you to like pour some, out too much of yourself. Sometimes like nothing we to give. sometimes we think that we have to give more than we actually do, but mm. in reality, like. God just wants our best. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, it thinks, I think of that like with my parents. Like, my parents love me and they just want the best from me. They, and they understand when sometimes we can't give our best. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they, they also understand that like your best in that moment is going to look like a lot different than maybe it did yesterday or right. a few hours ago. And that's okay, but you're giving your best in that moment, and mm-hmm. that's all that God wants, and that's and that's, that's just, the, like that's the faithfulness that comes along with like the waiting is you're still being faithful. You're giving your all even right. at your worst. Right. And I think that's such a good thing to be reminded of is that even when you feel your lowest and even when you feel like, you know, I'm waiting through this hard stage in my life or I'm going through this trial or I'm struggling with this sin and you feel so stuck in it that you can still be used by God because of your faithfulness to Him. So when you're struggling, don't give up because you don't see God moving. Don't give up because you have to wait. It is so fun to sometimes just like see the outcome of something after being patient. And yes, being patient is so hard, and I struggle with patience so much because I get so or easily even like, like... you kind of like we're talking about, I don't know if it was this episode or not because <laughs> we just recorded a different one, but like... You're just talking about, like, watching the the joy that I have found in my relationship with Brennan while you were still single. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes it's like that. Like, you don't have to, like, be constantly be doing something where you're finding joy from, like, something that's happening to you. To yourself, but, like, watching right? other people and watching them find joy. And I think that's also, like, something that can happen in the waiting season no matter what it is, whether it's a career or... um being a parent or being in a relationship like Mm -hmm. sometimes god just kind of either wants to humble us or show us like to be happy for others Mm -hmm. that it's not all about us right because the bible literally says mourn with those who mourns mourn and celebrate with those who celebrate and like it's so cool because it's like thy neighbor (laughs) (laughs) you know it's just so cool to know that like 
while I'm waiting in something, I can still celebrate with Caitlin and I can still Instead be happy of, for like, her. Instead of like sitting there pitiful, being like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and comparing and being jealous. Nothing's happening to me. Right. Like, woe is me. <laughs> right. But I think that's just so cool is like your faithfulness is going to bear fruit. And so while, you know, you might not know where you're going, like me, I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. I'm still trying to be faithful to the Lord. And I know that he's going to reward that because that's what he says he will do. Yeah, exactly. And I think like a good point to kind of like end on is just that like being faithful doesn't always look the same. And I I feel like that's kind of something I really wanted to show in this episode is that being faithful doesn't necessarily mean like you're sitting there waiting. So you have to be doing like this routine of something like it's it's ever-changing and it's never going to be the same and I mean something that we were talking about um in my uh public uh speaking class is like frame of reference Mm. and talking about how that's constantly changing because he was like using the lion's game as an example (laughs) because his frame of reference in the first half was like oh, we're going to the Super Bowl and all this stuff and, like, you know, and and all joyous. And then at the end of the second half, it was, <laughs> you know, like, what the heck? Like, you know, and so, like, that's constantly changing. We're not always going to be in the same mood, in the same place mentally every single day of our lives, let alone every single moment. Right. And so, like, being faithful is just simply, like, showing up for God. Mm-hmm. Like in the having best, a willingness. In the best way that you can in that time. Mm-hmm. Not just doing the bare minimum, but like doing your best and mm-hmm. not trying to overwork yourself because God, that's all God wants from you. Right. And that's the thing is God loves you no matter what. So he's going to be faithful to you when you're faithful to him. Um, but anyways, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, hopefully we'll be getting some new ones out soon. We've been so busy, both of us. And Yes. And we are hoping to have a um guest come on soon Mm -hmm. so that'll be exciting probably one of our good friends but anyways thanks for listening and we hope you have a good day Bye. bye